What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, this one is a bit of a PSA that I think is really cool. Apple is broadening its user safety features, and starting today, they've launched a new satellite service that lets iPhone 14 users send emergency SOS messages when there's no Wi-Fi and no cell service. The new technology can also detect when you and your Apple device are in a car crash and reach out to 911 on your behalf for help. Uh, Tim Cook, the Apple CEO, told CBS News that the company wants to enrich people's lives. And while the addition of the emergency services with that, the users can also communicate in places where they wouldn't have been able to connect before. So to make the service work, the iPhone needs a clear view of the sky and the horizon. And then the system will guide you through like prompts, swipes, all that kind of stuff just to tell you like, you know, how, how to get help. Hmm. It's pretty cool. That is cool. Now, is it just the new iPhone or is it like the new iOS no, too? No, it says specifically iPhone 14. So mm. they just want I everybody. I downloaded the new iOS too yeah. just recently. They, they want everybody to go out and buy a new iPhone 14. Well, yeah, I, I, no, I'm not doing crash. it. I kind of feel like my phone, you know that typical time when they want you to buy a new phone and mm-hmm. your phone seems yeah, to always slow down? Your phone is not capable of handling all the downloads at a certain point. Well, my phone has all of a sudden slowed down real significantly. Well, just for what it's worth, um, I bought an iPhone 14, like the weekend it came out, mm-hmm. and this thing turns off on its own all the time. So I'm about to go to the, the Apple store and be like, I think I got like one of those early versions that has all the bugs. Like, give me a new one, please. Were you going to the Moron yeah, Bar? Sure? Uh, yes, the Moron Bar, Cap. That's where I'm going. Really? That's what you call it? Well, it's called the Genius Bar, yeah. and every time I've been there, no one's ever been able to fix anything that's going you on You know why, Cap? Once be- again, that's a good dad joke. That's... It is, but you're also very right. <laughs> I love the rim shot. We should use that. It's something my very dad right. would totally say. Like, oh, is it the the more you mean the moron bar? <laughs> yeah. They do. They Your dad they sounds like great. a pretty cool guy. My man. dad is a cool guy. I think I need to hang out with your dad a little bit. He, he listens. You you guys would get along greatly, trust me. I love the rim shot. I think that we need to bring that back. Every time somebody makes a bad joke, just hit it. Every time. Wait, it's not for a good joke? It's for great or, jokes, Gab. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, for your great jokes. For you, Cappy, they're all It's just for you, Kaplan. Yeah, it's just for you. But I'm with you, man. They can never fix anything. Right. Why is that? I don't know. Well, I could tell you, but I'll tell you after. Oh, okay. Yeah. Listen, well, last time I was there, when I bought this phone, the weirdest thing happened. So I'm sitting there at the little moron bar, as Cappy calls it. And they're... Yeah, wait, hold on. There they, you go. They were... Um, transferring all my stuff over and which was taking forever because there's all these people there and they're like well our wi-fi must be be bogged down by all the people here for the launch event and then they they make some announcement and everyone starts clapping for this guy who's in like the apple outfit as he's walking out the door and i was like what the hell's going on and they're like oh it's his last day every time somebody leaves we have like a big a round of applause and everyone stands up for them and i was just like it's kind of weird what is for it like a birthday at applebee's yeah but it, he was it was his last day he was literally <laughs> walking out apple, the door apple, yeah, see, i got right? it i see? got it thank you hey yeah, yeah. now <laughs> it was just very weird that they're it. all like clapping for this guy as he Can't walked be, out where are your showings where are you performing i know right i'll be I'm i'll saying. be at the comedy store okay in hollywood uh, a little bit later on tonight, you there's would, an open you would mic never night. Make it at the comedy okay. store open night. Why not? Why not? Because <laughs> I've been there, and those people are hilarious. Uh huh. And so, she's saying you're not. Well, we'll see. You're we'll not. see. I'll be there tonight. If anybody wants to come see me, I've got five minutes of stage time tonight. That's a long time. Five minutes. That is a long they usually time. give those guys like two minutes. Nah, I got plenty of material. Okay. You must have done mm-hmm. a hey camp. I, I got plenty of material. And I'm using that joke, by the way, the moron bar tonight. We should do that. Here's what I, there are a couple of things I want to do. Which we'll, let me let's do the Lakers thing. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than ninety minutes where, from wherever you are. Because I, I don't want people screaming at us anymore. But I I, I do I, remind me in the next segment to tell you some things I think we need to do as a show. Okay. 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 All right. Um, now, Dwight Howard apparently went on Club Shay Shay, which is Shannon Sharp's podcast. Um, I think you should change the name to the Cappy Cast to Club Cappy Cap. Yeah, Club Cappy Cap is good. I mean, I got to give Shannon Sharp credit. I mean, for a guy who's making the kind of coin that he is, um, working on a TV show that I know for me, I never see, although I see the social media like cut ups. Um, Guys, guys hustling, guys grinding. I feel like we hear something from the Club Shay Shay podcast like once or twice a week now. Like it's all it's always out there. Yeah, well, he's got good guests. So Dwight goes on the podcast with him. And there's two things. There's one about him and his issue with AD. Remember last year they kind of got into it a little bit? Yeah, it was early in the season, too. Yeah, right, during a game. Right. So 
the but the first cut we were going to hear about is why um just kind of how things went south with him specifically he feels like or what he was told about kind of uh his potential return to the Lakers this season which he wanted to according to him what are your expectations for the Lakers this year I don't want to talk about the Lakers no more because I ain't on the team would you be willing to go back to the Lakers I would have went willing to go back to the Lakers. I've been willing to go back. They told me every time we're not going to get nobody over 30 a contract, a multiple-year contract. Okay. And so I'm like, dang, I just helped y'all win an NBA championship. Right. Y'all could give your boy a meal or two or give me a meal. Right. I don't want a whole bunch of minutes. Give me 20 minutes and let me ball out. Right. So – he felt like, I mean, so he basically was told after they got made fun of Cappy last year for, uh, what did Charles Barkley call them? The what? Call them a bunch of old geezers. Right. So he was told then, look, nobody over 30. Yeah, basically. but wait, didn't they sign Patrick Beverly? Well, they traded for him, if I recall Well, correctly. but I mean, still, I mean, they got, regardless of trade or, or sign, they, they received a player who's well over 30. Uh, yeah, he's 34. Uh, but Pat Beverly is also coming off a year where, I mean, look, if we're being honest, Dwight just didn't look like Dwight anymore. Well, that's that just part. it. I mean, can, let, yeah. can I ask everybody a question here? Yeah. Um, as much as Dwight Howard is kind of griping that the Lakers did him wrong, you know, all he needs to do is contribute 20 minutes. It's not going to cost very much money. When they say to him, hey, you know, sorry, but um, we just don't think, we, we don't want to get older. We want to get younger. Do we Do we all agree or disagree with that? Because I kind of, I, I agree with that. Like, Oh, no, I agree with it. We, yeah. we all talked about that, yeah. Um, so, but then the next cut to me is the more interesting one when he's talking about what he thinks really did him in, which is his fallout with AD, and he discusses that with Shannon. Even last year, the thing with AD was blown out of proportion, and I felt like that was wrong for the people to twist it and turn it like it was me and them not knowing what was really going on and how we ended up getting that out the way. I just felt like, oh, that was... It was messed up. So now it's put me in a position like I'm in now where teams may feel like I don't know about Dwight. What was, I, I, don't, I don't remember what transpired with you. Me and AD? Yeah. Um, oh, the, the argument you guys had. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they don't know what happened and all that. And it came back like it was, all, it was my fault. Right. And, you know, so. But you and AD worked it out, right? Yeah, we talked right after that. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was, it is what it is. I don't get it. He's basically blaming that situation on his not being not being in the league. Um, okay, but who said what that made him look a certain way? I mean, I, I don't remember last year when all that happened. I was like, oh my god, how dare Dwight Howard do that? I remember last year was a big deal because everyone was like, it was a big man, deal. the Lakers are falling apart. Yeah. Look at them fighting on the sidelines yeah. with each other and pushing and shoving. Yeah, but I don't remember the aftermath of it being like it's all Dwight's fault and Dwight's a bad guy and Dwight should not be in the NBA anymore. But, but I will say this, that he's probably right, meaning that if if the team looked at Dwight Howard and they looked at Anthony Davis, they go, who's more important? Anthony Davis. Well, Dwight's kind of a pain in his ass. They don't like get, they don't get along together. They don't play well together and he's old. Get rid of him. That that's that's just the way you look at things. I mean, I mean he's right, isn't he? But I don't Is he right in what sense? Well, that they got rid of him because they chose Anthony Davis because he's an important young up-and-coming guy still, and Dwight yeah. Howard isn't a much older guy, and if he's going to start fights with our young up-and-coming superstar or even be involved in a fight with our young superstar, we don't need that yeah, guy. But but I, I think his point is like, look, man, that thing was squashed unless there's something going on that I didn't know about. Like he just said, it was squashed right after. Well, but do you believe that the reason that no other team is currently employing Dwight Howard no, is because I of that? I, I, no, I I don't think he's just so. Older but he thinks. seems to think so. Well, yeah. that's right. Yeah, but that's that's my point is that that's his perspective. Nobody's going to give me a job because of that Anthony Davis incident. Wrong. I remember people saying like what a waste <laughs> it was for them to even <laughs> sign him in the first place. L- let me ask you a question. Yeah. That that wrong you just Yeah, right. Like, yeah. Where, where 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 did that come from? I don't know. I just it, it was like uh that's the reason nobody's going to give him a job, comma wrong. It's almost like a, like my own personal sound effect. You know, I, I was just going to say, because you don't ever really say wrong like that. Wrong. Come on, Dwight. You're wrong, dude. And, and let me ask you a question. Hey, Dwight, let me ask you a question. 
Dwight Howard, I, I know you're listening this afternoon. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. If you were on the Lakers right now, yeah. how much better would the Lakers be? Not much better. Would they be any better? Probably not. Would would the Lakers not be three Dwight, and ten? Are we, do, are we doing this? Like, am I role playing? No, you don't have to role play so much. It's kind of oh. rhetorical. But let me ask you this: oh. Yeah, uh, if Dwight Howard was on the Lakers right now, would they be four and nine? Would they be five and eight? Would they be six and somebody help me do the math? Or seven? All I know is that he he is playing. Someone did give him a contract. Yeah, where's he playing at now? Taiwan. Hey, I thought, I, I thought, listen, hey, Dwight, um, I'm sorry. I didn't know you wanted to come back to the Lakers. I thought you were going into pro wrestling. Oh, that was a thing. That definitely was a thing over, like during the offseason. You're right. Yeah, you'll have to excuse me. I thought you were going into pro wrestling. Totally forgot. Wrong. Good call, Cappy. <laughs> was that, that, was, that was Laura doing that, though, right? That, 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 <laughs> that wasn't you this that time, was, was, was it? That was me. I thought that was oh, okay. you, Oh, gosh. I hope you can keep that because George says a lot of things during the course of a program where I could constantly be saying, wrong. Kind of like I uh, love it. Sean McVay is no, not really. Wrong. (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) We could do a mashup between the two of them. I almost just snorted and things almost flew out of my nose. like, Like Dwight, it's like, bro. You're just not the player you once were, man. He was, listen, there was a time in the NBA where people legitimately debated, who would you rather have, LeBron or Dwight? Like, that was a real conversation in the late, (laughs) what are you laughing at? That's hilarious. I just think it's hilarious. I know, but it was true. Girl, you know it's true. Especially when, what's that? (laughs) Were you about to sing, girl, you know it's true? I was about to say, girl, you know it's true. Uh, uh. Ooh, ooh, yeah, ooh. especially after they beat you in that series. You hear that, Lindsay? Yeah. yeah. Wow, see how quiet she after got. After they beat that. you. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> God, you were terrible in that series, Lindsay. You were awful. I know. Was it wasn't my best wasn't my best showing. God, you Wrong. were terrible. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, like there was a legit conversation. I mean, dude, we could do this for hours. I could tell you about like legit like actual sports debates that were happening in like 2000 whatever um and tell you that that like I, I like some young kid now no chance in hell he would believe that there was actually a debate about Dwight or LeBron right. being the best player in the NBA. Yep, hard to believe. Right. But by the way, Dwight uh you know like there was like he was the best big man in the sport at that time. Wrong. And no he was. Um and I remember another one. Chris Paul Darren Williams. Ooh, like there was a, a there's a million one. of these, right, and in yeah. sports, I mean, go to go to football, go way back, right? Peyton Manning, uh, uh, Ryan Leaf, right? Like we oh, do these Ryan things. Leaf. Lord have mercy. You know, these things happen. You know, should I say? Happy, oh. I'm sure. Which ones did you do uh, down in the Cappy Cast down in San Diego back in the day? Oh, you know? dude, back in the old school, I used to have the argument about how LeBron should be in the slam dunk contest. Right there, you Wrong. go. I feel like a lot of people still wanted him to be in the slam dunk contest up until like two years ago when we realized yeah, like that's never going to happen. Well, he's going to pull yeah, an Achilles in a slam dunk contest? That'll it's be definitely next. Definitely too late now. Yeah, definitely too late now. All right, coming up next, we have things we need to do as a show. We need to mobilize. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready for activation. Okay, let's do that next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. 
don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Wow, I haven't heard this song in like a bazillion years. It's in my Mm. playlist. I have not heard Candy Rain in a long, long time. Mm. Mm Mm-mm. I, you definitely haven't heard this one, Cappy. If I didn't hear the Mariah Carey you know, boys to men thing, yeah, definitely don't know this one. one. Yet again, yeah. loving the new music that these artists are dropping right now at the end of 2022. Cappy, <laughs> I have a playlist for you. I will send it to you. Okay. Yeah. Please do. Because you know you. that I get all my modern music from my man Alex Toussaint and his Club Banger series on Peloton. Otherwise, yeah. I don't listen to radio for music. Well, I don't listen to serious. I don't no. listen to. I don't listen to any music at all. I'm an all talk radio person. I have switched over from uh, Apple Music to um, Spotify. The only like thing I'll listen to is when I'm driving in my car. I'll go to the serious Pearl Jam channel. That's the only music I will listen to. Like really. Mm. By the way, I think it was a golden opportunity missed there for Morales to play the California Raisins right song. Yeah, right. It was a great commercial. Yeah, it was. Little animated guys. Mm-hmm. Heard it through the grapevine. Yeah. Good song. I know that song. Heard it through the grapevine. Great song. Yeah. The, little, the little raisins are dancing on stage. Right. Hey, George, you said that the show needs to mobilize, and I, I have a sense of where your head is going. Yeah. So so lay it out for me, because so I, have, I, I, feel, I like these ideas. I feel like we have... We, we've already talked about, and we didn't execute, a... Um, a karaoke night, which we, okay. I feel like we need to do. We can still yeah. do that. We can still do yeah, it. Yeah, that needs to be done first, okay? Because okay? we need to karaoke. tackle one. Unlike you, we need to do things one at a time and mm-hmm. actually finish them and right. see them through. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think we need to do that. Yep. I do think we also... Here's a, an idea I came up with that we used to kind of do on the show. We used to do... Laura used to be a part of it with Janice back in the day and Chris. They used to do like a Foodie Friday thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love but that. Yeah. I don't think we need to do specific ones every week because I think that becomes a, a very challenging mm-hmm. thing to do. But I think we should do like a Sedano and Cap food series. And I actually thought about this because I know Mason's going to go be like a barista or whatever downstairs at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Like I think what you and I should do is this. For example, you and I go work an hour at Tropicana Bakery in Downey. Do it. Um, see, I have another idea. And by the way, yeah. then what we do as a as a foursome and yeah. maybe fivesome with Chris, yeah. we cut we go and we sample we, we then then we have some of the food. But we also work there for like an hour. You know what I mean? Which would be kind of fun. For me it'd be great because I know everything they make there. For you it'd be hilarious because you don't know very much about anything that they do there. I have a better idea. Why don't you work and then I'll eat? <laughs> no, no, we gotta do it together. Teamwork, man. See, I thought you were going to say, when you talk about a series... Wait, wait, wait. I'm not done yet. Oh, I'm not right. done yet. Keep there going. was a third. Yeah, keep so going. So then, then the third is we should try to do... I mean, after we've accomplished the other two, uh, we should try an open mic night mm. for the community. Love that idea. You know what he wanted to do a long time ago? Yeah. Was like... Um, it's kind of like it was in in a way the Sedano circle of trust type of thing where you would invite listeners, no phones, no nothing... Remember you said like, cause yeah. he's like, I want to curse. So it's right. like, he's yeah. like, I want something where we can invite just, you know, people and then, you know, no one can videotape. No, nothing's right. no ever, videotaping, yep. no recordings of any kind. We're no just nothing. there to have like an open mic night. We mm-hmm. can do it at like, you know, maybe we can find a way like, um, you know, like there's that comedy club in Hermosa Beach. Um, comedy that, and uh, Magic. Jay, yeah. That Jay Leno actually performs there fairly regularly. Yeah. Well, it's uh, a very famous with, place. Yeah. 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 Maybe. I know. I'm just saying. Um, we, I saw Arsenio Hall there a couple years ago. Um, he invited us to the show, me and Mike Trudell. Um, and we could figure something out and we can do something. Or it doesn't have to be at a comedy club. It could just be at like at a place that does karaoke and we can just do it there. I like the idea of a comedy club though. I, I, I love all the comedy clubs around LA. So I, I would much rather do a comedy night in a comedy club 
where you and me sort of host and kind of do our thing, and then we introduce comics, and then well, like, you can real- have your boy uh, from uh, the Cappy Cast come on. Yeah, and my he boy. Be like a- he could be our. He could be like the grand uh, poobah at the end. So yeah, my buddy, who's a uh, comic who moved from L.A. to San Diego, right? Um, and he's touring all the time. He's got a big thing happening in Vegas next week over Thanksgiving. He would love to do this. Believe me when and I tell by you, the he's way, a great I, sports comedian. Which I actually so I much of his material a, is sports. I actually have a couple of comedian friends that we could do. We could do like a big charity comedy thing because Dude. Uh, I have my buddy Dave Williamson, who's a who's legit stand up comic. Um, I, I think that, that he can do that. My buddy Orlando Leba, who uh, came in studio one time with me and Freddie Prince many years ago, who has an HBO special. I mean, I'm legit friends with him. That guy mm-hmm. used to be a cameraman at a local news station I worked at, you know, many years ago. Um, Where's but, so like, but, we, but there's we a could... great charity event. I, I've done this before, George, where I've, I had a guy, a buddy of mine, who's a Marine, whose wife had committed suicide, and not to bring everybody down. And what we did was we did a comedy show for him and we got a bunch of the comics from the comedy store in LA to come down to San Diego. And then we, we raised the money at the door and cash. And at the end of the night, this Marine, we brought him on stage and we're like, look, there's nothing we can do for you, you know, other than give you this big fat stack of cash to help you in your life and your kids. That's awesome. So a charity event around stand up comedy sold. I'm in. Yeah, we can do that. So I think that we should do a karaoke event just for like the circle of trust. I think that'd be funny. Um, it would be fun. What do you um, think Crypto I- Ray would sing? I don't know. Lindsay, you have any thoughts on Crypto Ray and what he might sing at, at karaoke? I know you guys are pretty close. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I mean, I don't know him like that. Oh, really? I, I didn't yeah. know we were that close. So what about the, Big E? What do you think Big E would sing? I know. I love it crypto. when you call me Big Papa. Oh, that's a good one. Good, very good. Yeah. Crypto yeah. Ray, Jagged Edge, Let's Get Married. Oh, yeah, he did say he likes that song. Okay. You know, yeah. he right. proposed at the Mandy. Okay, so. what do you guys there, think there, that uh, Beto Duran would sing? I don't no, know, but I he has know. to bring Martin to the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Where do you want to so do I, this I at, think, Cappy? I, I think we can mobilize. I think we got, like... So the, the food thing, we can bounce to different, like, places around the city. You know what I mean? Like, I think if we're going to do the first one, we should do it at Tropicana, because I can just call Mel um, Senior and Junior and just make that happen. Hola, Mel. It's Jorge. Yeah. And we can just, like, run... We don't have to do the food stuff, because that's... T- you know, but we can just, like, you know, run the register and, like, hand people their their food and stuff like that. Stuff that's already packaged or whatever. You know, we can already do that stuff. I'd like, to ten to bar like the kitchen. The, I'd like to 10 bar at the Sunset Room. Oh, God, no. Okay, yes. but now you want... Now, again, now you want to do stuff that's, like, hard. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, because you don't... You know, to be a bartender, you do go to, like, a school and get... Right. Like, do all yeah, but I'm not going right. to... Uh, look, I'll pour beers and I'll make vodka sodas. I was going to say, mm-hmm. it, unless, like, I was a bartender for a long yeah, time, I had not. no idea what the hell I was doing at first. Like, it's something where if you don't know how to make something, you turn around and say, hey, how do I make this? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can do it. So anyway. I got a I, strong pour right here. Oh, me, I, I got a strong nine, pour. It, people will get this if they see the live. 99%. Like, I can strong pour. Okay. It's a lot. So, all right, maybe bartending one night at the Sunset Room. Maybe we do, maybe we do our, our karaoke at the oh, Sunset Room. Oh, that's true. We could do the karaoke there. Because they do have one. Just thoughts, George. Coming up with mm-hmm. concepts on the air. This is a marketing brainstorming session we're having right now. We're uh, helping sales and marketing. I like this idea. Know? No, that's it. We just did a little brainstorming mm-hmm. on the air. That's right. That's right. So we're going to make that happen. You we're know, today is, today is National Entrepreneurs Day, right? Now let's make it happen. Okay, so now like a bunch of entrepreneurs, we're sitting around, we're coming up with concepts. We're talking about execution, activation, sales, marketing. I mean, these are brilliant concepts we're coming up with right now. Yeah. Shout out to you, Tommy. It shouts out to you. That too. <laughs> yeah. Different Tommy. Oh, Cabby. This is the shout out, Tommy. Uh, all right, cool. We're going to do it. We'll make those things happen. Tommy, uh, there's a list. Let's get to it. And he's probably like, well, can you guys just figure out Sedano and Recap first before you do any of this other stuff? Yeah, this whole Sedano and Recap thing, we got to rethink. Well, here's the problem. You were, I said, let's do it. And you're like, yeah, let's do it. And now you're like, you realize Rachel's going to be like, you mean you're going to work after the games too? Well, right. Because you think about it like, okay, so here's the deal, right? You, like, why, did you ju- why did you dive head first into something you weren't willing to commit to? Because I thought it seemed like a good idea at the time. And then what happened mm-hmm. is the first night of our Sedano and Recap, yeah. I had a dinner that I had to go to. I told you the story. I, I watched the so game on my phone. So why did you commit to doing that game? Well, because I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> They gave us the opportunity to pick whatever games we wanted to do. 
Yeah. I'm looking at my calendar now and I'm seeing Sedano and recap on my calendar. I'm like, not doing that night. Got something going on that night. Oh my God. Can't do Kaplan. that night. Well, the I thing mean, you've is, become, we've turned you into a diva. Yeah. Now you're going to win Biggest Diva at the Mandy's yeah. next year. Mm-hmm. I should win it. Not Man of the People. Well, that's it. Why not? Why can't I win Man of the People again? Mm. It's probably hard to repeat. Like the Rams are finding out. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very hard to repeat. <laughs> That's a sore subject right now, Cap. Sore subject. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think we've got we've got stuff. So now you're not going to do Sedano on Recap? Depends. What night are we doing it I next? mean, I literally said I would do it on the road. It was very sweet of you. But when you're on the road, you don't have other things to do. Right, but how about you just uh, do a better job of managing your calendar? It's not my calendar that I'm having a hard time managing. Is his and what is that then? Yeah, it's my girlfriend. It's his girlfriend. George, do you want to ruin my relationship? Do you want to be the person that I look at every day? I'm the and I one look at you. It. I look at you and I go, this guy cost me this relationship. <laughs> I was waiting for you to stop. <laughs> I didn't cause you any heartache, bro. You're the one that can't manage your damn calendar. No, it's not my calendar. I can manage it just fine. It's my woman. You mm-hmm. need an assistant again. I do. I, I desperately went, need an assistant. You had an assistant? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't For years. Remember? For and then, years. And then, and, then, and then something happened. What was her name? Oh, I can't say. Yeah, because he told the story oh, about why Oh, that's she's... right, because she was like suing you or something? No, not exactly. <laughs> oh, that's not... That's not exactly the case. Oh, like, I remember. I remember. I remember now. Yeah. I remember now. She, she wasn't something. suing you. Yeah. You, you, there was some stuff. Not like super nefarious. Nothing nefarious on your end is what I would say. It's pretty, yeah. I was the victim. Let's just like you say, always the victim. Yes, in this case, I was legit the victim. Can I say, like, your accountant wasn't too happy with her? Oh no, she found it. Yeah, good thing. Good thing you have an accountant. Mm -hmm. You know, I know. Good thing you had something on the calendar that day. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and this is why you can't. So this is coming back to why you can't do Sedona and recap. Right. Once again, it's all Rachel's fault. (laughs) Always. (laughs) No, I'm giving her credit on this one. Yeah. All right. Big deal or no deal? Next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Where is shit, Dano? He had Come to step from. away for a second. I don't know what I happened to that kid. Out there. He aight. He aight. He's good. Time for big deal or no deal. And that means it's time for Lindsay Baseball. Baseball? Thanks, Cappy. You're supposed to say, like, take it away. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Cappy. Super excited. All right, so... I had asked you guys about this on our group text chain, but I think this is a good one for the air. Marcus Jordan and Larsa Pippen sparked some dating rumors again this weekend, and TMZ is now reporting that the pair is indeed in a romantic relationship months after they initially denied it. So over the weekend, like I said, TMZ spotted the 48-year-old ex-wife of Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan's son, who's 31, getting cozy on Miami Beach together. Larsa and Marcus were first noticed together during an alleged double date back in September, and at the time, they both denied the claims. Well, now TMZ sources say they're really into each other and they're definitely dating. So is the fact that Michael Jordan's son and Scottie Pippen's ex-wife are dating a big deal or no deal, Cappy? God, it's so hot. Oh, it sounds really creepy when you say it like that. That is so freaking hot. That Michael Michael Jordan's 31-year-old son is dating Scottie Pippen's 48-year-old ex-wife. Oh, that's so hot. Why are you guys making this face like I'm disgusting you? I just feel you? like the way that you said, oh, that's so hot, just was like too much for it's me. It's just Gross. so hot, dude. I just want to know where Michael Jordan stands on all of this. Because don't they, they, don't, they still don't like each other. 
you could tell after watching The Last Dance that... How, how do you think Scottie Pippen feels? Forget about Michael Jordan. Oh, how do you think Scottie Pippen feels? He's like, are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. He's pro- Oh, that would be so embarrassed. Wouldn't that, if that were you, wouldn't that be embarrassing? I mean, if you're Michael Jordan, you call your son, you go, yo, man, look, I get it. I'm sure she's really attractive and she's probably a wonderful person. But there's millions of other women out there. No, no. You're Michael Jordan's son. You got plenty of money. Michael Jordan, though, doesn't... Him and Scottie Pippen still, like, you know, they still don't I see understand. eye to eye. I know, but still, if he you're probably, Michael Jordan, you're like, I don't need this. this. He's he's like, I, he doesn't care. He's probably laughing. He's just probably like, good, good, good job, buddy. <laughs> well, if that's the case, so be it. But if you're Scottie Pippen, you're like, what the hell are oh, you yeah. doing? Now, the kid is not a kid anymore. He's a 31-year-old young man. So gross. But it's still very, like close to the family kind of deal you know if you think about it when like wrong if i'm him if i'm the kid if i'm the 31 year old kid marcus jordan is that his name yes dude i'm i i love the older woman you know what i mean let's say like 20 years ago right when marcus jordan was like 11 and scotty pippen and larsa first got married when she was like what 20 28 right probably around that time and she's like watching this kid on the sidelines while she's watching her husband and Michael Jordan play together. It's so and gross. And now they're dating. That's weird. Why is it gross? That's if a 31-year-old guy dates a 48-year-old beca- woman, why is it gross? Because of what Lindsay just said. If that wasn't a thing... Like, eh, he was probably taking him to, she was probably taking him to like potty breaks in the bathroom yes. and stuff on the sidelines. That's gross. That's why it's gross. Now, if they would have met each other and he's 31 and she's 48 and they met at a bar, whatever the hell they met, that's different. There's no way they didn't know each other yes. on like a, on like a personal level that's back gross. then. Maybe he, looks, no maybe he looks a lot like Michael Jordan. Maybe she always thought Michael Jordan was hot. That's still gross. It, it's weird, though. Can you at least admit that? It's weird, but, he but it's simultaneously, hot. it's freaking hot. What do you think? Big deal or no deal, Sedano? <laughs> it's a big deal. It's a big deal. I, listen... I have, um, you know, look, man. Tell me. I know Scottie Pippen for a long time, and uh, I just feel like this stuff is just, I don't know, man. It's just strange. It's just the way so, I would say so it. wouldn't you agree that, like, at one point, they were both on the sidelines together in, like, the player family section watching her husband and his dad? That Probably had to have yes. happened at some point. Was this Scottie Pippen's first wife? Do you know this? Was it yeah, his second wife? Did he get married? Was this after his playing career? Was this after his bull scrum? I mean, like, I don't know the details. So, you know, maybe she was, maybe Scottie Pippen and her got married and they were only married for a few years and she actually never did meet Marcus Jordan. Like, like, what if that is the case? Is it still so weird? If that's the case, then no, it's not really that weird. But, I mean, so let's see. I know, I know that they were married for a while because she was it's on gross. the basketball wife. I mean, they, show. Uh, no, and and they it's have gross. kids. She has a kid who's playing on the Lakers. Cap, yeah, it's <laughs> like gross, so. Bro. They were married in 1997, so they definitely were playing in the bull, with the Bulls at that time. See, there okay, you go. 97. See, These were the details I was asking for. That's all. Yeah, it's just yeah. if they would have met outside and they've never known each other, and then they're like, oh, you know, younger guy, older woman, whatever. I ain't mad at yeah. that. Do you, bro? So wait, but let's the do fact the math. that there's that, that's nasty. Let's do the math here. In 1997, how old was Marcus Jordan? Well, he was uh, he's 31 right now. Like six or seven years old, or is he? No, he was 16. 20, he no, that doesn't. I can't matter. do that. No, math. I can't do that. No, math. absolutely not. Can someone help me, please? He, he was six old? years old. Yeah, he's like six. First, I said yeah, six, 20, so I got it, it right. Twenty-five the first time. years ago, so he was six. Okay, right. So when they got married, and she was sitting in the player family section, rooting on she Scottie was 23, Pippen. by the way, right? Yeah. Yeah, she needs help. She's 47 now, I believe. 48. Yeah. So so he was six and she was in her late 20s. And they're probably sitting in the player family section together watching. She's probably like, hey, he's a cute kid. When that kid grows up. That's nasty. No, stop. You've crossed the line. Have I? So gross. Have I really? Yes. Moving along. See, and that's that's the thing. Wait, hold on. I want to say something. That's the thing that a lot of people don't think that when a woman's older and that happens, that it's like, oh, that's so cool, right? But it's not. It's not cool. When a guy, older guy does it to a younger woman, it's not cool and vice versa. Like, that's gross. I think we all think it's gross simply because it's Jordan's kid and Pippin's ex-wife. I, I think it's, it's funny. not the age. That part of it is funny. It's not the age, I right? I think it's weird that she watched. She knew him as a little child. Yes. That's and now the she's weird dating part. him. That's what's weird. I know a girl that um, had a similar situation. Where Dude, it, it would be like, I mean, I don't know. Cap, would you be okay if one of your friends dated your daughter? I'd prefer not. Well, I mean... Depends. Yeah, that's what I thought. Depends. Oh, no. Depends on yeah. my friend. Because Depends on the friend. Because he saw them grow up. That's weird as AF. Yeah. Think of like a close yeah. family personal friend that like was with your kids since they were, knew your kids since they were five. Yeah. Well, don't you guys always find it weird? Like I have a friend of mine who's an older guy 
and he's married to a younger girl and he's actually older than her parents okay. and yet they all socialize and they're all together and it's kind of like a thing and i'm like don't you think you should be dating the mom not the daughter and but he's like no it's I, not the I like age the if they didn't know each other that's a, that's the key thing for me it's the fact that she like knew him saw him when he was little and now they're dating that's weird now, it's just it, weird bro yeah it's she could be weird. like i used to uh, change your diapers like li- literally uh, i don't think scotty pippen was over at michael jordan's house and his wife was changing little michael's kids I, diapers. i disagree i disagree if i mean you don't know was, that i know nor does Lindsay know he was True. i'm just saying there that's a very but there's high a more, possibility there, but there's a better possibility that Lindsay's right than you're right. How come? They they got married in 97 when he was six. You did, you can't tell me they didn't date for at least Well, a you're telling me years. Michael Jordan's kid was in diapers when he was six years no, old? No, that's why I just said that they got married they in probably, 97. They might have they dated, dated before dated then. For a while. Yes. <laughs> Either way, whatever. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. My dad agrees. He, he's listening. Shout, shout out to you, dad. And he said- There you go. He said he can't believe that they're dating and it's gross and weird. Does he think it's hot though? No. Good man. Thinking it's gross Next and weird. Next one. World number one golfer Rory McIlroy said today that one thing has to happen before the PGA Tour and the Live Golf Circuit can work together. He said that commissioner of Live, who is Greg Norman, has to step down. Uh, McIlroy talked to reporters today and said that the two sides will not come to a compromise until Norman steps out. He said, quote, I think Greg needs to go. I think he just needs to exit stage left. He's made his mark, but I think now is the right time to sort of say, look, you got this thing off the ground, but no one's going to talk unless there's an adult in the room that can actually try to mend fences. Huh. Is what he said a big deal or no deal? Cappy, I know you got thoughts on this. I say it's a big deal. I love Rory McIlroy's power play here. Like, he says that they need an adult in the room. Greg Norman has been a very successful business guy. I don't particularly like him. I'm not even sure why he rubs me the wrong way, but he does. But McElroy saying that they need Norman to be gone before they can even do any sort of collaboration, to me, that screams of desperation from the PGA Tour. Like, we need to do something with these guys. All those guys left the PGA Tour. You should never welcome them back, in my opinion. So now you're thinking, well, if we can get Greg Norman out of there, maybe we can do some work together. Um, yeah, I don't know who died and put Rory McElroy in charge. But uh, I like it. I like it. It's a gutsy power play. I mean, it's a big deal, but I, I could care less, you know, about any of this stuff, to be honest with you. I figured you'd I, say that. I don't care. <laughs> like, honestly, I don't care. One se- I don't care if Greg Norman is around running live. I don't care for live. I barely watch the PGA Tour, to be honest with you. So I just don't care enough. Um, but I get, I would have a similar stance uh, to the guys who stuck, uh, st- uh, you know, stood by the PGA Tour is if I were in that scenario. Right. In other words, if you're on the PGA Tour, the guys who left you, screw those guys. Uh, yeah, I would probably have that um, feeling, but I don't know. I don't know why Rory... Did we, do we know why Rory feels that way other than just the quote that we have? Because Rory and BS. Tiger have teamed up to be the good guys of the PGA Tour. No, 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 no. I, I want, like, factual information, not the Scott Kaplan interpretation. Well, I don't have any factual information for people you. On the but PGA that, but that's Tour what I'm are, asking. People on the PGA Tour are mad at Greg Norman because he's the one who's basically, like, the face right, he of recruited oh, no, 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 all no, no, these no, no. guys. I know, I know all that part. I'm just saying, like, do we know why Rory specifically wants to collaborate now... And would do it if Greg Norman wasn't available. Well, he said to because right now they're about to do this this um, tournament in Saudi Arabia, and they were asked about like the conflicts between the PJ Tour and the Live Tour and that whole situation, and like what's it going to take for you guys to like work this out where you can to you can coexist amicably together. And that was what he said. He well, said should he be needs no to working step it out. Down. And by the way, here's what I would say. And I think Rory, I'm looking at the quotes here now. Rory actually has it right. You know, because Greg Norman is saying the reason that uh, prize money is where it is is because of live. Mm. And uh, Rory, actually, his retort was actually the smartest thing I've seen to date on Which this was what? nonsense. What do you say? Which was, he's, he says, quote, I've said this a million times a million times tiger is the actual reason we're playing for as much as we're playing for. And he could not be more right. Yeah. But on the other hand. When the Live Tour started and guys started to defect, you noticed that the PGA Tour's reaction was there will be more money made available to the PGA Tour players in purse dollars. So, right. so but I, but the I money think did when go up. 
when you're talking about how they went up, how it ex- how it went up exponentially, which is I think what he's describing, um, they it, they they really the prize money went out of the stratosphere because of Tiger Woods. Yeah, but twenty um, years ago, less less so. Well, no, and, con- and right, but it. But even now, it's still way, it's still more. Right, but you understand um, that what he's, but what did happen was, I mean, this is a fact. No, what, here's he, what happened. Here, I will tell you this because I actually had this conversation yesterday. You just reminded me of something I had. I had a dinner conversation with someone who actually is close to somebody on the live tour who will rename, re- remain nameless. Let's just say, okay, because I'm not here to make news about a sport I don't really care about. But what I would tell you is, this person said the response to this person was, okay, if I could tell you, you could do your job. And it would be, uh, and all the fun, all the things you disliked about your job, despite the fact you love your job, were taken out. And like the cuts, right? Having to play, you know, four days, uh, all those things. And you can make more money doing it that way. Wouldn't you want to do it? Of course. Right. That's the way that it was posed to me that way. It's less about, the, it's, it's not just about the money. It's about the way that they, they want to reprogram the game too, in, to a certain extent. And the players want to have more control over their own brands. All these things are, are true. But you see, to me, if I were the PGA Tour, once you've left, you've left. Because when you left, you went and you got all that money. And now you want your cake and you want to eat it too. The PGA Tour can survive without Phil Mickelson. No problem. It can survive without Bubba Watson. It can survive without any of these other guys that decided to go take the money and run. It can survive. I agree. You can find 35 PGA Tour events and coverage of it on ESPN+. Plus. If you get the ESPN Plus and Disney Plus bundle, go to ESPNLABundle.com to get a discount and learn more. Nice job. Way to infuse that. That was excellent. Yeah. Is there any more or are we done? Just uh, go for it. Give us one more. I mean, if you have one more, we can just do it in the next segment and actually break before Laura kills us all. Okay, go for it. She said we could do it now. All right. Oh, so we can do it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very nice of her. A New York City fugitive who had been on the run for almost a year was vacationing at Disney World when he was spotted by an officer who recognized him. The federal officer was on vacation at the Florida theme park when he happened to spot the guy who was wanted for identity theft and fraud for, like, a lot of money. Uh, Upon recognizing the fraudster, the officer alerted Disney World security, who contacted the sheriff's office, and, you know, the guy was arrested, put in custody, whatever. So, kind of a big deal that a fugitive was hiding out at Disney World, of all places, but total hypothetical here. If you were on the lam, where would you hide out? (laughs) If you were on the lam. Like anywhere in the world? Yeah. Anywhere in the world? This this guy chose Disney World, which (sighs) didn't work out for him. Where would you hide out? Yeah, that's kind of probably stupid. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I would think that no one would spot me at Disney World, not going to lie. I guess if you're going to be on the lam, you need to go to the super remote place, don't you? I've always thought that if I ever got into really major league trouble, I was going to go to Reno, Nevada, and then I was going to drive between Reno and Tahoe. And the only reason is because is I've only done that one time, but I remember being on that drive from Reno to Tahoe and thinking, man, if I ever get into some major, major, you know what? Ain't nobody going to find me out here. So I'm going to go to the midpoint between Reno and Tahoe if you need me, should anything go down. And if anything goes down... And you guys like, I just don't show up. And you're like, where the hell is he? What happened to him? Some stuff went down. He's probably at the midpoint between Reno and Tahoe. George, mark that on your calendar, please. Just in case I get in any trouble and you need to come get me. Why there, though? Well, well You kind of gave it away, though. I know. I, dro- I drove there one time. I landed in Reno. I drove to Tahoe. And I thought to myself, this is the remote place that if you ever got in, if stuff goes down, this is the place where nobody can find you. That's why. So, George, that's where I'll be. Hopefully nothing uh, goes down. Do you know down. where the phrase actually comes from on the lamb? No, don't know it. That's why it, it was so funny the way Lindsay said it. I yeah. remember I looked it up when I wrote this, but I forget already what it is. Um, I have it here. Hold on. Tell me. Let me see. I'm try- I just found it. Give me a second. Uh, we can see where lamb started and where it went, but where did it come from? It seems to have originated with old Engli- the old English word lamb, which meant... A beating. It's related to the beginning of the word lambaste, which itself com- combines two words meaning to beat or thrash. Uh, this word means business, it says. Really? So, yeah. I like lambaste as well. Lambaste is a great word. Great word. Yeah. Don't use it um, enough. I used it on Around the Horn three times one time as a joke. How long I used ago? it one time and Reality liked it, so mm-hmm. I just kept using it on purpose. Lambaste. Like, yeah. 
So, all right, now we can break. And I don't know where I'd go on the lamb. Let me think about that during the break. I'd want to go somewhere nice. Right? Like remote, tropical, perhaps. Tropicana? Anyway. No, not Tropicana. Although you and I are going to serve croquetas there. We're going to do it. I'm going to okay? eat croquetas. Well, you're going to do that too. All right. Coming up next, Dealer's Choice, 710 ESPN. Tiki, tiki. Tiki, tiki. Dale, capi. Yo, yo. Capi, capi. Capi, capi. No idea what the song is, huh? Me? Yeah, you. No. Yeah. It's a generational issue we have here. Mm, <laughs> is think? it? Is it? <laughs> I think it is. I don't think you've ever come across a show that I said, I don't, or a song that I said, I don't know. I know every song, I swear. Yeah, and we there's songs that Morales has played and we weren't even alive and we still know them. I should actually make an entire playlist for the show one day. And Do it. each break, we come back and it's my song. Okay. And I say, do you guys know this song? You should send them all to Morales and Morales can put them in a dream joint. Okay, I like right, that idea. There you idea. go. Yeah. I like that idea. Just yeah. got to actually execute on the idea. Right, which that's means you're problem. never going right. to yeah, Probably that's not the problem. Happen. You right. don't finish, Cap. Probably not going to happen. Yeah. It's true. Hey, George, um, you mentioned that uh, you're over in Arizona today for the game tomorrow between Phoenix and Golden State. And, and that it's actually an hour ahead in Arizona right now, right? Yeah, it's almost 8 o'clock. Yeah. Okay, you have dinner plans tonight? No, I already ate. I'm good. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Got it. Why? Do you want me to go somewhere? No, uh, nor was I going to suggest that I fly over and we have dinner together. Nothing like that. I just oh. was looking for a creative concept, you know? I got to drive back down to South South LA. You know, so yeah. I was trying to figure out what I was going to do for dinner. I had some tacos. They were good. I had tacos this afternoon as well because Rachel came over to the house with lunch before I, t- before I started to take off to drive north to downtown L.A. from South South L.A. Mm-hmm. So she brought over these tacos and I had texted her before uh, she had already ordered them. And I said, just pollo asada y guacamole. Pollo asado. Sí. And um, so then she showed up and they had already made them and they had like um, some uh, salsa fresco, you know, it's very oniony and tomato yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And she had three of them and I only wanted two of them and they weren't really made to specification, but they were fine. And I ate them and I was so freaking full. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, I'm not going to eat anything the rest of the day. Wrong. Mm-hmm. But now I'm hungry again. And I'm doing everything in my power to not stop at a drive-thru on my way home. Yeah, there's zero chance that's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to definitely drive home. Because there's, there's this Chick-fil-A that I always go to. Um, it's the same exit that I get off to use the bathroom. It's Camino Capistrano. There's the Inn, that beautiful hotel. And then there's a Chick-fil-A. And there's every fast food place like right across the street. Yeah. And I really feel like I want a spicy chicken deluxe. Even though Wrong. I just I ran today and I shouldn't do it. Because if I just if I'm gonna run, then why am I gonna not eat well? Hmm. I mean, I'm running because I need to lose weight. The Peloton's not, not enough. I need to switch it up. That's true. But yeah, a, ch- a spicy chicken deluxe, and then like an eight piece wrong chicken nugget. Wrong. But I'm on a diet, so I don't have the fries. Wrong. I won't even have the Chick-fil-A sauce. You don't have the... You're not on a diet if you're eating all that. You I love you, Cappy, you're not, Yeah, you're not dieting, bro. Like, what, like you need to like stop lying to yourself. Look, I'm not I'm not shaming you. Okay, don't shame. I'm, I'm not. I don't do that because, don't shame. you know, I've had my own weight loss situation. But you do have to be honest with yourself to Sedano's point because if you're just saying, oh, I'm going to diet or I'm going to eat healthy, but then you're like me. I had hot Cheetos. I know I'm not dieting and eating healthy right now. You know, I saw Steve Harvey, who I love. You know, I adore Steve Harvey. Mm-hmm. And I saw him on Instagram the other day. And, you know, Steve Harvey does like a lot of inspirational, motivational kind of things. Mm-hmm. You know, do you have you guys, you guys ever seen Steve Harvey do this kind of stuff? Motivational I talks? Mean, I, I mean, I've seen some of the stuff on the internet, but yeah. I haven't like watched it. Steve Harvey's yeah. awesome. I mean, he tells stories about, you know, being, I think, in Atlanta, getting a call to go do a comedy show in New York. Dude ain't got no money, got no way to get there, got no place to stay. But he'll just like, yeah, I'll take the gig. And, you know, he just he's an inspirational guy. Um, Anyway, I saw Steve Harvey the other day on on um, on Instagram, and he was telling the story that he doesn't uh, he tries to make everything positive. So he doesn't say things like "I'm on a diet." He says things like, "For the next two weeks, I'm eating clean." He doesn't right. say, 
I'm going to the gym to work out, he says something like, um, you know, uh, I'm getting myself right. That's what he says. I, I'm getting myself right. So he's like, right. do you see the difference between saying it this way, I'm on a diet versus I'm eating clean? So it's, it is a mindset thing. You know, I got I to gotta start saying I'm eating clean because I'm your man, so you Steve turn, Harvey. You got to turn a negative into a positive? That's right. You know it. You know that you can still eat, quote unquote, like clean. Not totally clean if you're if you're going into that extreme, but you could still like eat well at Chick Fil A. You just have the grilled chicken nuggets. I used to do it all the time when I was first struggling with how to like make meals and all that stuff before I got Factor. When I was doing keto, I would go there all the time and get the the grilled nuggets, and you don't have sauce with them. Or can I tell you something though? Sure. Like the grilled nuggets at Chick Fil A, mm-hmm. they suck. I think they're great. Versus the the fried ones that are of well, course because any right. cap I could literally fry your cell phone and you'd eat it. That's like it's true. good. It's not you, the point. You eat it because it's fried. Right. You you eat the, the whole point here is having a discussion not about what you like to eat, but what yeah. you should be eating if you're trying to eat healthy because it takes discipline. And if you're not willing to, you know, put in the work, then you know, then, then right you're just going to remain the way that you are. And if you're fine with Correct. it, that's cool. She yeah. she said the key word, Cappy, it's discipline because you there is very tasty meals that you can do and they're going to fill you up and they're clean. Tu necesita you know? disciplina. Sí. Necesitan disciplina. See, sí. yeah, I do. I do. Well, hey, look, um, the running. I will say this: there's no other exercise like running. Like there's, you can do anything you want to, but running is like the full body experience. And so I got into my second run today, four miles. I can barely stand up. I had to go to the bathroom at a commercial break. I could barely walk fast enough to get back. Uh, maybe I'll get the grilled chicken. Let me try. <laughs> you wearing short shorts when you're uh, when you're running or no? Like the those those runner shorts? Not yet, not yet. Couple, give me a couple weeks, and then I'll rock those really short shorts. Okay. And put a speaker, like a speaker thing, and just blast a song. This song right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why hmm. this song? I don't know. In my mind, you just playing this song and running in short shorts is weird. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like the flash dance song would be good for that. Oh, that's a good one too. Uh, all right, Cappy, we got to run. All right, let's do you it. You guys have fun tomorrow without me, and uh, just don't get us fired. And the handsome will, man uh, is in tomorrow. Oh, great, great. Clinton is in tomorrow. Clinton's not great let job. Me get everybody fired. Oh, good. Yeah, thankfully, so there's going to be an adult in the room. Speaking of adults in the room, um, they, Clinton will be in for me tomorrow. Cappy, great job. Lindsay, great job. Laura, great job. We'll talk to you mañana. See you.